Welcome to another edition of Logical. I'm Tim Elliott here once again in the Jamira Lakes Towers district with Ludmilla Yamalova. Ludmilla is the managing partner of the legal firm Yamalova and Pleska here in Dubai. It's good to see you. Good to see you as well. Thanks for being back with us. So in a recent podcast, we were looking at the different courts, the different options available legally, I guess, here in the United Arab Emirates. This time, we're going to be looking at the different sources of law here in the UAE. And it's an interesting question, this one. The UAE is a young country. It's growing. It's populated with people from all over the world, the 200 nationalities that we uh, have in the country, um, people from different jurisdictions and different legal systems. Understanding the UAE system is one thing, uh, and understanding where the law comes from is another Ludmilla. Now, we hear of legal developments, new laws, whether they're signed into law or not so quickly these days. Social media, it'll pop up on your phone, the newspapers, TV, radio, the internet. Um, Let's say you read an announcement in local newspapers that refers to a new law being established. Can I rely on that as a source of law? In short, no. Right. And the example you gave was an interesting one because in that particular example, there's a reference to a new law being published in the official gazette. But often there are news articles and headlines uh, that are circulated uh, where a certain introduction to or a certain amendment to a law or a certain introduction of a new law is being discussed. But there's no mention of that law being published in the official gazette. So we even more more steps removed from that announcement ever making into, into life. Uh, and that is, for example, there is um, an announcement that a particular, let's say, a jointly owned property law has recently been enacted and it's been published in the official gazette and it will become effective as of such and such date. So that is one kind of headline that uh, perhaps uh, imminently will result in tangible legislation. But very often there are discussions that are happening at the government level, at various ministries levels, uh, where statements are being made of an amendment or an introduction of a particular legislation uh, or regulations. And uh, often people rely on those statements, and this is just newspaper or, or social media headlines, and they rely on them as being law. But in many of those cases, those statements, those announcements never even make it past what you see in the social media at that point in time. And yet, people believe, okay, well, there is a new law, for example, about visa or about uh, investor protection law. For one example, for many years, there was a discussion about perhaps investment protection law. And, and there have been enough articles discussing this potential of investment protection law that many people actually believe there is investment protection law. But it um, still has not made it into, uh, into practice. So there's a big difference between uh, the announcement or statements you read in the press. So it's very important to... Um, uh, to read the, the fine print and just to understand the content and not just rely on the headlines uh, because very often we hear people uh, and, and the you know, and the Chinese whispers effect is just mm. somebody reads an article and, and they'll say, look, there's this new law and that, that article gets passed around and before you know it, a, a, a good number of people believe that there's a new law in place and then they come to... Uh, to uh, lawyers, for example, and then they start arguing with lawyers that, yes, there's a new law about a particular 
uh, a particular subject matter. And um, then you go through the educational process of, well, and until it has actually made it into the official gazette, there is no such thing as new law. I make it a case to never argue with you, Ludmilla, as you probably noticed. Um, but where do I go then to find out if a law has become official? Where do I need to read? Well, there are several places, but in short, the main source of law is what's called the Official Gazette. Mm. So until law has been published in the Official Gazette, there is no law, if you will. Right. So it's very important that whatever, whatever, um, if you rely on anything, that it is, um, in particular in court, uh, for, uh, for uh, that, that particular source of law has actually made it into the, the Official Gazette. Now, the Official Gazette in of itself is not a, such a simple concept because the UAE, we are a federal system, we also have individual emirates. So we have different types of Official Gazettes. We have the Federal Official Gazette, and that is where all the federal laws are published. Federal laws are laws that apply to all emirates, irrespective of the nature of a particular matter. Uh, or a matter, uh, or, an, or irrespective of the place where it happened. So it applies equally to all the emirates. That's the federal law. And then individual emirates also have certain uh, authority to issue certain laws that uh, that are reserved for for the individual emirates. So therefore, you have official gazettes for each emirate. So you have the federal official gazette, and then you have official gazette for Dubai. Uh, for Abu Dhabi and for Sahema, and these are the three emirates that have chosen to be uh, away or away from or opted out of the federal system. And then you have Sharjah, Ajman, Amal Kuwain, and Fujairah, and they're part of the federal official gazette. Uh, so you have several official gazettes, so, but if you want uh, to rely on a particular law for Dubai, you need to also find a Dubai official gazette. Uh, now, in terms of... Um, matters that individual emirates can uh, can legislate uh, so for example in, in real estate matters are often reserved for individual emirates to legislate uh, in Dubai, for example, we have um, their, what's called the RDC, the Rent Dispute Committee. Well, that RDC was um, set up by Dubai law, and it only is effective in Dubai. Abu Dhabi, for example, does not have that, nor does Fujairah. And so that particular center was established by Dubai Official Gazette. So it's really important to first isolate uh, what, um, you know, what emirate or what issue you're talking about and then which emirate, uh, because the source of law varies from the subject matter at stake and the i guess the and the site of a particular matter or the dispute where do i get hold of an official gazette are there legal kiosks is it published printed regularly is it online um is it available in english it's evolving and um, in general, official gazette, because in the UAE, official language is Arabic. So everything that is issued in terms of law, uh, the official language is in Arabic. Everything else is a translation. Uh, so even though sometimes laws are available in, uh, in English, but it very clearly uh, stated that all those laws are translations of um, Arabic. So therefore, the default language and the official language, and whenever there's a conflict, it will always be... Uh, the Arabic lang language will always prevail. Uh, depending on the emirate and depending on the legislation, most uh, most official gazettes are in Arabic. However, in, in Abu Dhabi or some of the federal uh, legislation sometimes is available in English as well. 
but in most cases, you need to, it's it's it. The original publication is in Arabic. In terms of where you can access it, it's not so easy. Uh, but that is uh, evolving. In the past, you the only way to get official gazette, you had to sign up for the hard copy. And to sign up was uh, quite a process. It's it's not that there are no kiosks that sell official gazettes. You actually need to sign up with a particular authority uh, and um, pay up front and then have your official gazettes delivered to your to your address whenever there's a new law that's published. And that's how you see pub, uh, used to be done in the past. It's still some of the, depending again on whether it's federal or individual emirate, official gazette, it still sometimes is done in hard copies and then you receive that hard copy if you've signed up. But more and more uh, places are now also starting to offer the online version or digitally available official gazette. Uh, so uh, that is um, that is obviously an option that is a lot more convenient, and we expect that as time goes on, uh, more laws will be available that way. But until such date, it's uh, it's quite fragmented. So it's not like we have one centralized database of um, UAE legislation where you go to one place and all the federal laws and all the individual Emirates laws are. Uh, populated. You ultimately need to go to different um, the individual emirate, for example, court systems on the website. And depending on the emirate, uh, some of these uh, court systems are more updated than others. So if you want to go, for example, to Dubai court system uh, on the webs on their website, there are a number of laws that are available. They're not quite yet exhaustive. Uh, so that's um, um, that's as far as Dubai is concerned. Other Emirates may not have as many laws available online yet. Uh, so it truly is a, a matter of piecemealing for now. Uh, so if you want to, for example, find out a particular, or if you find um, all of you all that is to know about the UAE legal systems, you really need to go to each one of these Emirates and uh, go year by year and make sure that you have. Uh, uh, all the official gazettes for all the emirates and all the federal laws, um, and that's quite an undertaking. There is no Dubai legal wiki page that you can use, and I, I guess the courts are not using a Facebook page or, or social media updates, really. Not so much, but once again, Dubai and the UAE in general is, is embracing the notion of smart mm. government and e-government, and that we are moving in the direction of making a lot more information publicly available on in the digital format. Uh, so we're moving in the right direction, uh, but for now, there is no one centralized place where we can find all... Uh, for example, just if you just look at official gazettes. Now, to uh, complicate things even further is that in addition to official gazettes, and that is the, the official and the, I guess, the most formal uh, source of law, there are other types of laws. And these are laws such as bylaws, resolutions, decrees, uh, certain kinds of orders, and various practical regulations. And they can be issued by different gov uh, government authorities. So, for example, the land department may issue a particular decree or order, let's say, about the new, um, new regulations about... Um, uh, broker uh, or real estate broker regulations. So that's not necessarily done by virtue of an official gazette, but it's a decree uh, or an order that might have been issued by a particular uh, authority. Uh, for example, the Immigration Authority often publishes um, uh, orders and decrees or, uh, or other amendments to the immigration laws. 
Uh, and what makes that uh, even more complicated is sometimes these decrees and orders um, are, and regulations and bylaws are available to the public, and other times they're not, and they would just know of them by virtue of an announcement. Hmm. But this announcement will come from an authority. So, for example, as of such and such date, the, the immigration authority might announce that uh, they... Um, let's say a visa for certain nationalities will now be extended from 30 days to 60 days, for example. So often these kinds of decisions are not necessarily memorialized in official gazette or often not even memorialized in any kind of an order that you can place. Uh, but we know that regulations have been amended by virtue of just actions. Uh, so that's that's sort of what complicates uh, the I guess the collection of uh, sources of law even further. How do you distinguish then between a decree? And we read often that decrees uh, have been uh, put out. But what's a decree, and how is that different from an official law? Oh, it depends, uh, because the official law is the ultimate and probably has perhaps the most fundamental source of law. Then decrees are, um, I guess they depend on the language of the decree. So sometimes a decree may, for example, be um, an amendment or clarification of a specific law. Uh, sometimes it's just... Um, uh, it's an issue that is um, kind of perhaps marginal. It doesn't need quite need to make it into the, the, the formal law. Uh, so it really depends. But sometimes it could be something that's very important uh, to the nation. And there, though it never made it into the official gazette, it's in its importance value, it could be just as important as the official gazette. Right. Uh, the only the difference ultimately is that, let's say, we're talking from a legal perspective, we as lawyers, we always need to have an official source to rely on. And so if we do argue anything in court, we need to be able to point to an official document. Uh, so depending on the form of the decree and the language of the decree, we may or may not be able to rely on it as a source of law. But in general, they are in lesser, uh, lesser in terms of uh, Im uh, value or, pre or importance than the laws that make it into the official gazette. Let me ask you about legal amendments. Laws are... They change from time to time. They're updated. Um, where can I find amendments to the law? Amendments are, as well, will be published in the Official Gazette. Uh, so because ultimately laws are published, the original laws are published in the Official okay. Gazette. Therefore, for that particular law to be amended and to be amended correctly, it needs to be, the amendment needs to be published in the Official Gazette. And uh, often when the amendments are published, it's not necessarily the new law is published. It, there'll just be, for example, a list of amendments that will refer back to the original law. So you, hope you need to be able to read those two documents in conjunction. So you take the original law and then you take the amendments we'll say, that will, for example, state such and such article has been crossed out altogether, uh, such and such article uh, has been amended to read this and that. So very often you need to be able to read both of those uh, or those documents together. So one example in Dubai, is the uh, rental law. The Dubai has its own rental law. Mm -hmm. And there was a law that was issued originally in 2007, and there have been some amendments made to that law since then, but the amendments are in that form where just specific provisions or clauses might have been crossed out or amended, but there hasn't been really one updated law that will combine the two, um, the two sources of law. So you actually need to read them in conjunction. And there is uh, one more source of law, if you will, in the UAE, which is fairly uh, perhaps unusual, and that is uh, court precedents. 
And why it's unusual, because the UAE overall, as we talked about in the previous podcast, is a civil law jurisdiction. A civil law jurisdiction, by definition, does not really rely much on court precedents. So court precedents are not binding. They might be helpful in ways, but they're not binding, unlike the common law system. However, the UAE being the UAE and always embracing new practices and and, uh, initiatives and sort of uh, absorbing some of the world's best practices, uh, what has happened in legal practice is that we have um, more or less adopted the practice of relying on court precedents. Uh, so, believe it or not, in most cases um, that um, are argued in courts, uh, previous court decisions are very often cited as law. And in most cases, when such decisions are cited, the judges themselves um, will either recite them and will refer back to a particular uh, decision by a previous court uh, as perhaps now uh, being law. Uh, Or sometimes even if you don't cite uh, the laws yourself, the judges often will cite a particular uh, court precedent or particular judgment from uh, from the past as as, um, a definitive point uh, of a particular issue or legal issue that has now been uh, interpreted and uh, settled uh, by uh, virtue of previous judges deciding this issue and, and perhaps deciding in the same way. So what we're seeing, in even though it's a civil law system, more and more the civil, it's it's a, it's more of a hybrid. Uh, we do quite often rely on, on the court of, uh, in particular, court of cassation because court of cassation these are the final judgments. Uh, and up until the, the judgment ha- or up, up until the matter has made it into the court of cassation, it can be appealed. And until it has been appealed, uh, obviously, uh, you, it's not a settled issue. But once it's been decided by the court of cassation, now it's considered to be a settled issue. And so there, there are four in most cases that we see in practice, in, and it's irrespective of the emirate, uh, courts do rely on the previous court of cassations as, um, as a source of law. Final question, Ludmilla, are there any other sources of law? We have so many different courts here in the Emirates, that much I've learned. Is there anywhere else that might pop up? Yes, indeed. As we previously discussed, the UAE has uh, additional court systems in, the, in addition to the, the civil law um, systems and I, or the local courts, and that is the DIFC courts and the Abu Dhabi Global Markets courts or ADGM courts. And those courts have their own laws. Uh, so the DIFC has its own body of laws, which are called the DIFC laws. And Abu Dhabi or ADGM or has its own body of laws, which are ADGM laws. Uh, so those ones are additional laws, and, and those laws are available on the, the court's respective websites. Uh, and those laws are published in English because they are English-based courts. Uh, so yes, another source of laws are, so we've got the official gazette uh, for all the local courts and local laws, and then you have the DFC and ADGM laws in addition. Sources of law here in the United Arab Emirates. What is the law and what may become the law? That's another edition of Logical. Here at the offices of Yamalaba and Plethka, we talk about legal issues, legal news, and much more. We podcast the results either in a Logical Light bite-sized quickie podcast uh, or in our slightly more detailed full-length logical podcasts every single week for you for free. Ludmilla Malava, as ever, lovely to talk to you. Indeed with you as well. 
If you have a legal question you need answered in a future podcast, if you'd like a consultation with a qualified UAE-experienced legal professional, all you have to do is click the contact button at lylawyers.com or you can WhatsApp us as well. 00971 525 